We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome into another episode of the Pack a Day Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Dan Connick. My partner with me, as always, on this Thursday is one Chris Schimmel. We are in the very first day. Well, we're recording on Wednesday. So technically today, that the day that we're recording, is the very first day of the new NFL season. Um, but regardless, uh, it's a brand new NFL season, Chris. It's not even 24 hours old. And it's already been cram-packed with excitement. Uh, I don't know how you – how did you react to all of the moves that went down with the Packers in that uh, legal tampering period? I mean, this is something like we've – like everyone's been talking about, and uh, the guys yesterday did a great job with it, touching on it. Uh, but, I mean, that's unprecedented really for a lot of Packers fans, oh, especially yeah. in recent history. What was, what was your reaction to it all? Well, my reaction was, of course, surprised because, you know, me, me, me being born in 1993, mm-hmm. Ted Thompson's been the GM since 2005. So for as long as I can go back to about fifth grade, it's been really nothing in free agency. So this is like almost a breath of fresh air. And, uh, of course, that's why when free agency was first implemented, you know, 1993, it's really been a year-long sport. That's yeah. what makes it so great is that 
you know, even the off season is almost just as exciting as the regular season because you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, I, I describe it as a surprise and then just a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I mean, this was. I think you hit on a, uh, something that relates to uh, me. A lot of, I think, a lot of our um, our fellow Packaday podcast uh, hosts, because I think we're all kind of in that same general millennial, uh, mm-hmm. you know, demographic where a lot of us have grown up with, you know, I mean, we we're fans. We're all fans from day one, you know. But I I really didn't kind of fully understand the ins and outs of free agency or, you know, guys coming and leaving, impacts like that on a team until, you know, like later on, like high school, even into college area. Oh, yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's not until you get a little bit older that you really diverge into the politics of the game. Right. When exactly. Younger, it's looking at the numbers, watching what's on the field. You have no idea about the salary cap, contract numbers, free agency. So as you get older and older, you learn more about it. And and you still will because it's it's such a complicated uh, time. So there's always something you can learn. That's just why I I always look forward to free agency in the offseason. Right. And and that's the thing is a lot of us grew up, like you said, only knowing a Ted Thompson era with with the Packers. And so – this whole experience with actually going out and I mean, going bananas on uh free agency right out of the gate like this, it, it was almost like rumspringa. We've been sitting here in this, uh, you know, Amish lifestyle and <laughs> we, now we've finally grown up and we get to go out and experience the world. And, and it's been crazy. I mean, going through all of that was we've never experienced anything like that. I needed a cigarette after all of that (laughs) stuff on Tuesday. It it was fantastic to watch. It's also a testament to how broken uh, the Ted Thompson system kind of got near the end because, uh, you know, really you shouldn't have to go out and do all of these deals. when, When you look back and you have no, no players from that 2015 draft, that's what, that's what happens in 2015. That's not that long ago. And what was sexy about this this offseason so far is the fact that the, the, the players that they got in free agency will, will be less than will add less than twenty four million dollars to the salary cap next year. By comparison, Rogers is over twenty six. So that's yeah. what makes us even better. So for people saying, yeah, it wasn't, you know, of course, the Reggie White, but then again, it wasn't uh, an Alfred an, uh, Albert Haysworth. <laughs> so I think this is like the perfect in between more toward the white than Hainsworth. I, I, overall, this has just been truly exciting. Yeah. I mean, you address pretty much all of the biggest needs that you possibly had on that, on that roster right away and found guys that are going to immediately be impact players. Um, right. So uh, yesterday the season actually starts and players can actually sign official contracts with teams. And so uh, some news coming from the Packers uh, guys outside of, just those big free agent signings, guys that were with the team getting out tenders. Uh, Mercedes Lewis signing a one-year deal to remain with the Packers. So uh, returning next year, you've got Jimmy Graham, Lewis, and Robert Tunyon in your tight end group as of right now. Um, also in the wide receivers core, Geronimo Allison uh, was given a, uh, a tender by the Packers, a right of first refusal tender. So – He's due to make about $2 million, Chris, if he 
takes that tender. Obviously, the Packers can match any tender from another team, but it's kind of interesting to note that, you know, the Packers have a couple options with those restricted free agents to give them different tenders. Then they go with just the lowest one, the right of first refusal. So now if they let him walk to another team, you don't really get anything back from that when it only would have cost about a million more dollars because right now he's getting about two million on the tender. A million more dollars, you get a draft pick back if they let him walk anywhere. So really it kind of seems like they're not worried about him leaving or if they are they're really not worried about uh getting much back for him yeah and uh, this also brings me to randall cobb because i thought that if cobb's gone they're gonna have to keep allison somebody who has experience and somebody who actually has chemistry with rogers after some of the the rookie receivers you know i don't want to say failed but they struggled with rogers and chemistry so they need guys out there who could be a solid complement to adams and allison brings that especially if you look at the age difference between him and cobb so I really thought that they were going to bring Allison back. At the same time, uh, Allison had a great start last year. You know, he played five games. He averaged a whopping 15.2 yards per catch. But then, of course, he goes down with an injury. And then the year before that, he was also real inconsistent. He had that great game against the Bengals where he had 122 receiving yards. But then he didn't have another game more than 30. So I, I really – so I can understand uh, – you know, the skepticism of, of throwing a ton of money at Allison. But at the same time, it's still not that much. And I really think that with Cobb leaving, I think that you're going to have to roll the dice and try to really bring Allison back. Yeah, I would agree with you. And uh, speaking of guys not coming back, the other news today, the other restricted free agent that the Packers had on this roster day was uh, Kenshaw Bryce, and he was not offered a... <laughs> I don't. I don't. Do I need to say? Do we need to say any more about it? He's not coming back. Thank God. Oh yeah, dude. You know, you could take Leroy Butler, however old he is, and he could probably make more plays than Kentrell Bryce. The only thing Bryce could do is lay a huge hit every once in a while. But that's of course after the players gained a ton of yardage. The guy was this. Thank God he's gone, and and I think they obviously upgraded. <laughs> well, let me run this just hypothetical by you. If they don't sign. Amos, the safety from the Bears. Do you think Kentrell Bryce gets a tender? No. <laughs> no, I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't. Sorry, I still don't think so. Uh, I agree that I, I agree that he probably doesn't stick around for much longer. It's so, or it's something very cheap. But yeah, um, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if if something hasn't hadn't happened with with Amos. Obviously, there's a lot of other factors that go into it. But if Amos isn't there, you know, you're almost, you're kind of worried about depth at that position, that position oh, at this point. And so you're looking more at the draft for a first round safety. Again. True. True. Which then, um, of course, makes you think that, you know, should they have always kept Demarius Randall and just put him at safety or Josh Jackson or Tremont Williams. Are they going to keep Tremont Williams there? So Amos, Amos uh, opens up a lot of options at that safety position. Exactly. So and now, like yeah, and with with Kentrell Bryce, you didn't have that. Uh, other big free agent signings around the NFL uh, going down today. The I think the top one is uh, the year. It, it's been a year plus now. Le'Veon Bell finally looks like he's going to play in the NFL next year, signing a four million or a four year, fifty two million dollar deal with uh, the New York Jets, thirty five million guaranteed. About twenty thousand less 
I'm pretty sure was the number that he would have made if he had signed and played under the franchise tag this past season with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, your thoughts, Chris, on how the Le'Veon Bell saga finally ends? I don't know. You know, it it still leaves with a bad taste in your mouth, to me at least, where a guy sits out the entire year and then has the luxury to leave and sign with another team. You know, so I'm not 100% sure. I, I knew the Packers weren't going to really go out and get him. There's no way the Packers could or should have offered that kind of money for him. But I think the Steelers are in trouble. They lose Brown and they lose Bell. So I think they have a lot of rebuilding to do. Well, they lose Brown. They lose Bell. They lost Jesse James, their tight end, to the Detroit Lions. We'll get to that in a little bit. And But then also, I mean, the Browns are out here wheeling and dealing. And John Dorsey, you know, looks like he's uh, Kevin Costner from draft day and you know, <laughs> pulling all the right strings in Cleveland. So now not only are you losing – the the probably three biggest targets you had for Ben Roethlisberger, three of the top four with Juju Smith Schuster still there, uh, but you've got an aging quarterback, an aging roster around him with no weapons, and Cleveland looks poised to basically uh, take control of the AFC North now. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I think that the only thing that could have helped Cleveland out more is if LeBron James stayed. <laughs> <laughs> True. So- Cleveland's Cleveland's really clicking. It just shows you uh, that's like also the beauty of free agency and having a salary cap is that it doesn't take forever to rebuild. It, it can take a couple of years and then you can be right back at climbing the mountain. Do you think they put John Dorsey's picture up on one of those big Nike uh, banners like LeBron had? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminds me. Of, Demarius Randall uh, tweeted that uh, like John Dorsey is officially a genius or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Yeah, we are witnesses. Yeah, we're all witnesses to John Dorsey. Um, A couple of of other names we'll hit on real quick. Uh, Won't get into many of the details. Earl Thomas, the big name. A lot of people thought Packers had a chance at him. He signs with the Ravens uh, for four years, $55 million. Two running backs uh, signing today. Mark Ingram finds his way to the Ravens as well, three years, $15 million. And Adrian Peterson re-ups with Washington for two more years. Um, eight million dollars. Adrian Peterson, thirty-four years old, for two more years, he's going to be thirty-six when that deal runs out. That's that's a Hall of Famer at the bank with Adrian Peterson. Also, could be a Hall of Famer, uh, you know, in Canton as well. And I think finally, um, the last one that I think Packers fans maybe had had circled was Cole Beasley, uh, the wide receiver. There was talk of him being interested in uh, coming to Green Bay. He goes up to Buffalo for four years. $29 million. And Chris, one that I think Packers fans will find interesting, they did definitely didn't want him back. Um, but Brett Hundley, he is now in Arizona. He's going to be a Cardinal for one year, making $2 million. Seems about right. <laughs> yeah. And who knows? Maybe he'll be in a quarterback competition with uh, Kyler Murray here soon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and I just feel like Buffalo, you know, they wanted Antonio Brown. And they kick Cole Beasley instead. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, the Rolling Stone says you can't always get what you want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we kind of wanted to break down how everybody else in the NFC North looks after uh, the legal tampering period in the first day of free agency, how everybody kind of shakes out. We know what the Packers did. We'll kind of touch on that here a little bit. Obviously, uh, the two big – well, the three big names on defense – 
So Darius Smith from Baltimore, uh, Adrian Amos from Chicago, and Preston Smith from Washington. Two guys in uh, both of the Smiths that will bolster that front seven. Zadarius looks like he can be a real threat on the uh, the pass rushing side, and Preston Smith um, not so much as a sack master, but has the ability to find his way into the backfield. Then obviously we mentioned Adrian Amos uh, shoring up that safety position. Then also Billy Turner from Denver, the offensive lineman who looks like is a breath of fresh air on that offensive line. Um, I, we, we hit on it, Chris. I mean, these were solid, solid uh, home run picks for the Packers, all four right down the line, addressing the biggest needs before the draft. Exactly. And that's the key is that's is before the draft. So the, this really frees things up where, you know, it, there, during Ted Thompson, there was no free agency. So every draft pick meant so much. So you were almost like glued to the couch, not taking your eyes off the TV because, you know, this pick is going to be mean more to the Packers than it will to any other team. And so that makes this is like the first draft in a long time where I actually can say that, you know, Goodikas can get creative. You know, what's he going to do? He can trade down, you know, the, the 30th overall pick, kind of like what they did uh, a couple years ago when they traded down uh, to get the first pick of the second round. Then they got another pick for it. Are they going to do that again? So this is exciting. Yeah, I mean, when you address these needs before the draft, you open yourself up to be able to take risks and take players that don't need to start right away. Think about when they drafted Aaron Rodgers, you didn't need a quarterback right away. And, but, but the team around him was around Brett Favre set up for success already. You were hitting on those picks and the draft and develop was working. Now you're kind of in that same position now where if you kind of take anybody you want, they don't need to be an impact player right now. Oh yeah, exactly. And that, that and that's uh, originally what the Packers did a lot with Thompson, where, you know, like 2008, they draft Jordy Nelson in the second round, despite that driver was still great. They had Jennings for two years. They drafted James Jones the year before. Now they're getting Jordy Nelson. And then in 2011, after they won the Super Bowl, when they had that stack receiving card, they take Randall Cobb in the second round. So they can sit back, learn, develop. And I, I think hopefully that's what's going to be happening uh, uh, this draft as well. Well, let's swing around uh, to some of the other teams. I guess we should probably start at what uh, you would consider the top at this point is the defending NFC champions, the Chicago Bears. Not a lot of uh, – what did I say? NFC. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> they might think they won the NFC uh, the way that they act sometimes. Doink. Yeah, a double doink. Don't forget the second one. Yes. <laughs> uh, the NFC North champion, Chicago Bears. Not a lot of uh, real sexy picks. No. Pickups, the, Chris? Their biggest moves were really freeing up the salary cap space. They restructured yeah. a couple of deals. They, their biggest signings were they signed up, I think, Mike Davis, who was a versatile running back from the Seahawks. That I can uh, both run the ball solidly and catch the ball. And then, of course, they're, probably the biggest was getting a stud kick returner in uh in uh Cordarelli Patterson of the Patriots hope I pronounced that right I remember he had he had a 95 yard uh touchdown uh kick return against the Bears in a game they lost by seven so I think it's Cordell Cordell Patterson or it's it's spelled oddly so I don't blame you for it but (laughs) 
I mean, but, but that's this is a sort of a Patriot style move. It helps that he was from the Patriots this pa- the coming from the Patriots this past year. But you know, it, it's a it's a signing that isn't an impact at a you know a position really of need that much. I mean, he's probably not going to be getting a he's not going to be a second or third option. I think with the wide, maybe the third option for uh, Mitchell Trubisky as a wide receiver. But this is really a special teams kind of get. I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it also, remember, this is the, from the Patriots. Belichick's a special teams genius, so we'll see how they utilize him. But, of course, the Bears losing Amos to the Packers mean they in need for a safety. And, of course, Earl Thomas, you said, has just been off the market. What are the odds of them landing ha-ha Clinton Dix? <laughs> you never know. But know, right? at the same time, Washington just – didn't they just get somebody – I, I, why am I blanking on the name? I, I just it came down, it came down in the flurry of the Packers yesterday that the the Redskins grabbed. Didn't they get Landon Collins? Yeah, they, that's right. That's that's of course they gave him a ton. They, of they, they gave him the bag. They gave Landon Collins the bag. I don't know why I forgot, but I mean, if if you trade for Haha Clinton Dix in the middle of the season you're expecting him to be an impact player right away. And then in the first day of free agency, you land probably the biggest name out of that safety free agency group. It really doesn't speak well for ha Clinton Dix at this point. So exactly. So that'd be hilarious if he comes back to the Packers and gets like a quarter of what they originally were going <laughs> to offer before all this happened. Now that is some uh, draft day style action right there trade yeah. the guy away and then sign him back for one fourth of what you gave him away for i think the biggest thing for the the bears though you mentioned the restructuring is getting khalil max deal restructured oh, yeah. i mean they take 13 million of that salary and it frees up uh, i mean about 11 million dollars in cap space oh yeah and then also they rework deals with kyle long and then of course they uh they cut their uh their tie-in uh what dion sims mm-hmm. that take them six million right there so, you know, they really are uh, focusing on freeing up cap space. However, now it looks like a lot of the great free agents are gone. True. So they're going to have to really focus on the draft. Focus on the draft. You could trade. I don't know how much you really have to trade. You gave away, you know, a lot last year for Khalil Mack, You'd, or at least you gave away probably your biggest assets last year for Khalil Mack. So you don't really have this much going into it to trade. So, Maybe this is a uh, a holdover year. I mean, really, you don't – I mean, the Bears, essentially, at this point, you won the NFC North last year. You can kind of almost rinse and repeat and just hope that Mitchell Trubisky gets better, and you're kind of in the same spot that you're contending for the, the title again. Yeah, exactly. That's probably what they are going to be doing. You can't rest on your laurels because you can, you can totally see how, uh, you know, years where a quarterback plays lights out and the next year he's just flat. You know, a perfect example was, a you know, Cam Newton, when he won MVP 2015, 2016, he had a terrible season. So hopefully that happens to to Mitch. <laughs> but the one signing that the Bears had was the cornerback Buster Scrine. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Gave him three years, 16 and a half million. And I just want to read you the quote of what the Bears head coach said. He's one of the best nickels in the league, if not the best. I mean, he's good. He's a good nickel in there. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's. Uh, I was reading a little bit about him, and obviously, uh, Bears beat guys talking about 
They have a cornerback in Bryce Callahan, who's a free agent this year, and this looks like he should be the replacement. And a lot of people saying that uh, Scrine is kind of a downgrade from Callahan because he is more of that nickel cornerback, that he's not a traditional, you know, prototype cornerback. And he's 29. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like he's, you know, uh, been a world beater his whole career. Um, The Vikings next, right below the Bears, finish wise, uh, finishing second. Um, Kind of the same. uh, Really, I I thought they did worse. They might be out of all the four teams in the in the The NFC North. The Vikings have the worst grade. Yeah, by far. Got Anthony Barr back, but Sheldon Richardson gone. Latavius Murray gone. Stuck with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So, (laughs) so far, you know. Last year, I really thought the Vikings were destined to the Super Bowl because they didn't really – they got Cousins, and they still have that loaded roster. And they w- took a huge step backwards. And on paper right now, I feel like they're, they're worse. I, I, would, I would agree. I mean, really, when you're, you're, your biggest signing is Anthony Barr, a, a, a free a, – a guy that was was your free – it wasn't like you went out and got, got him from anybody – uh, I mean, I guess you stole him away from the Jets, if you want to say that, because he had originally, you know, reports where that he was going to be going there, and they signed him, or they convinced him to come back. But I mean, you're spending five uh, a five year contract, sixty five million dollars, thirty three of that guaranteed, um, for a guy that's really not all that impressive. Um, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, if it weren't for him breaking Aaron Rodgers' collarbone, most people wouldn't know who he is. Exactly. <laughs> I think you're right. And even yeah. just looking, at, I know, I know, numbers don't tell everything, but you know, 55 tackles, three sacks, two passes defended. I mean, is that worth that much money? We had um, <laughs> at, at our radio station today that I work at, uh, TJ Lang, former Detroit Lion, now as he's been released. Uh, he comes in on the, on the afternoon show a couple of times a year and uh-huh. they were asking him about the free agent signings. They asked him about Anthony Barr and he went on record in saying that he's never been really that impressed with Anthony Barr said he, you know, he's pretty slow. He's not good in coverage that, you know, whether he's been with the lions Packers, whenever he's game plan, the no one's never really worried about where Anthony Barr is on the field. He's not a game breaker, but you're signing him for game breaking kind of yeah. money. Oh yeah, and then also remember Kirk Cousins, eighty-four millions, all guaranteed. So I think that the Vikings might be crippling themselves sometime in the future, unless they restructure or do what the Bears have been doing, restructuring deals. Well, but, now they did. They did uh, let a couple of free agents walk, not picking up the option on safety Andrew Sandejo, which is big. He was due five million dollars, and then uh, their guard Mike Reimers. Four and a half million, so that's about ten million dollars you're opening up in cap space just with those two guys. Although I don't know if you can really afford to let another uh, offensive lineman go if you're the NFC, if you're uh, the Vikings. That's probably the biggest weakness on the offense is their line. So. Yeah, interested to see that he was uh, being let go. But let's focus now on who you could arguably say were the winners of the free agency period in the NFC North, that's the lions. How, how much sexier can you get? Well, with some I, of these I'm, names? Not, I'm not too shocked. Cause of course, you know, Matt Patricia head coach was the defensive coordinator of the Patriots. So of course he goes out and he gets two old Patriots, Trey flowers, 
five years, 90 million. So I think Patricia knows how to use them. And then Danny Amendola, one year, four and a half million. Didn't have the most impressive season last year, but of course he was in Miami. You know, he had 575 yards and one touchdown, but he's still some, still a solid slot receiver. And then Jesse Jones, good tight end from the, from the Steelers. And then Justin Coleman, a really pretty good uh, quarterback for the Seahawks. So yeah, the, the Lions and the Packers, I'd say right now, are neck to neck for by far having the best offseason in the NFC North. And the Lions, I mean, the Lions have the benefit of more cap space, obviously, mm-hmm. than the Packers. So they were able to go out and make a couple more of these splashier uh, moves. They also got um, guard Ode Abuji from Seattle, one year, two and a half million. That takes up probably that spot that TJ Lang, uh, you know, was was going to fill. And he was due $8 million this year. Let's touch on just TJ for a second. A lot of fans clamoring for him to come back to uh, Green Bay on a, you know, smaller, friendly kind of hometown deal for the Packers. At this point, he's had at least five documented concussions. He's been here for 10 years. The guy's won a Super Bowl. He's made a ton of money. Do you think it's time for TJ just to kind of hang it up? I think definitely, yeah. And from a just from a from a football's perspective of uh, Billy Turner, who the Packers got, he's going to fill that role right there. And so, and and also then from a health perspective, I definitely think you know TJ Lang, you know he's been to Pro Bowls, he's won a Super Bowl, he's had a very successful career. I don't see him having anything else to prove. Yeah, you know, that, that's a, that's a great way to put. You got nothing else to prove to people. You know, you, you've you've gone out, you've played through injury, you've you know done everything you pretty much can as as a guard. Uh, other notable uh, Lions moves: defensive end Ezekiel Ansa still remaining unsigned at this point. So interested to see where he might go. Um, and Kevin Lawson, cornerback. Uh, cut saving up four and a half million dollars for the lions obviously justin coleman replacing that taking up most of that what you saved and then uh safety glover quinn also released earlier on in the uh in the off season so yeah i think you kind of mentioned it it's a it's a tie really between the lions and the packers and if i'm being um objectionable i think you go with the lions that's true however golden tate course he's gone with mm-hmm. the Eagles. and they're, they're really replacing him with Danny Amendola which I would say do you think that's overall a downgrade downshifting I think so so that's my only question right there is just uh if Patricia is getting him because of how familiar he is with them I'm not 100% sure but if you could grade every team in the NFC North on a you know an A B C D F scale what would you give each team well, I guess we'll start uh, with the Packers, right? Um, I I would say that's a solid B plus A. Mi- I'll even I'll go A minus because it obviously you didn't hit you know one of the blue chip big names, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you got three guys on the defensive side that you desperately needed to fill that are going to be impact players. And you've also got an offensive lineman that all four of those guys rank, you know, in the top five of their respective positions in the free agency class this year. You did a great job. 
not incredibly sexy, but it, it's going to be a huge impact. I, I give it an A- minus for the Packers. Yeah, I got the Packers at a BB plus simply by looking at the, the four players. Uh, I go with a B plus, especially now that they've re-signed, you know, Mercedes Lewis. Of course, Mercedes Lewis, great blocking tight end who, of course, with LaFleur saying he's going to be a huge impact in the running game. And then, of course, the Packers offensive coordinator was his offensive coordinator in Jacksonville. So he's going to know how to use him a lot better, I feel, than McCarthy did. So I think Mercedes Lewis is going to have a bigger year this year than he did last year. And uh, so overall, with that included, I'll, I'll give him a good B plus. What about the Chicago Bears? Bears? Ugh. The Bears is tough because, I mean, they did a good job saving salary cap space. They didn't make any splashes. I, I give them a C, C minus almost, like nothing, just average. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a C with kind of a maybe see you wait or see see what happens next. Almost, uh, almost like a Packer offseason for a long time. N.A., you know? Right. Exactly. Like, if, if like, I have to give it to them, I'll give them a C. It's nothing great, but they haven't failed. So I, I thought a C would be solid. Right. It's a passing grade. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, well, what we talked about earlier, I think we agree the Vikings, That's I mean, that's at least a, a D. Yes, if you want to be hot takey, you might go an F, but I, I think I think D is probably where you sit because they do oh, get, dreadful. you know, two guys back in Anthony Barr. And I, I don't know if he mentioned um, uh, Shamir Stevens coming back as well on the defensive line, but you lost guys at positions like the offensive line and safety that you really didn't want to lose. And, you know, some of your big names, Sheldon Richardson and Latavius Murray gone as well. You didn't do anything to replace it. Exactly. So, yeah, I definitely give them a D. Detroit, I would also give them a B plus. I don't know. I, I don't get me wrong. They had a great off season, but it's hard to just slap an A on a team without a really big, sexy pick. You know what I mean? That's just me. I don't know if I. I don't know if I've just been spending too much time around Detroit Lions fans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I give them. I give them an A for what they did. It feels like if if we're looking at a grading scale, the Packers and the Lions both found that two plus two equals four, but the Lions showed their work and got the <laughs> extra credit for it and okay. you know, just kind of bumped it up one slight little notch. I mean, they addressed huge needs, especially at tight end, I think was big because they've been looking for a tight end for years. Um and and found guys like Trey Flowers that are going to fit right in with a defensive pass rush that is already dangerous. Uh, you know, if you can find a way to make Matt Stafford not be average, mm-hmm. you've got a pretty decent team sitting there in Detroit. Yeah, I completely agree, especially in the fact that you know you get Trey Flowers who's still entering his prime as well. Sure. So yeah, I, I I'd still stick with my B plus A minus area for for Detroit. But overall, the Packers, uh, I definitely say that this has to be one of their best free agencies, def- without a doubt, this decade. Oh, right for sure. I mean, end, you right, right at the end, twenty nineteen. I mean, well, you could you could argue that this is one of the best free agency periods overall since nineteen since nineteen ninety three when it was first implemented. Right. Exactly. I mean, you didn't have a, a Charles Woodson or Reggie White style signing, but as a package overall, mm-hmm. all that you addressed probably one of the best. Uh, in history so 
tons more going to be coming as free agency continues to to boil up um and we're getting ready to start ramping into the draft now so make sure you stick around with us here on the pack of day podcast as we get through all of that we've got tons of stuff planned coming up in the next uh month or so i mean we're just over a month away from draft day which is very exciting and i this free agency period has only whetted the appetite i think uh for our draft expectations. So make sure you stick around with us as we go through all of that. Follow us on Twitter at Packaday Podcast. Of course, like, review, rate the podcast. It's a huge help to us. Uh, you can follow myself, Dan Connick, on Twitter at DK all the way. And you can follow my partner, Chris, at Chris Schimmel as well on uh, Twitter. Give us a follow. Give the page a follow. And, uh, yeah, like we said, stick with us as we go through the rest of this offseason because there's going to be a heck of a lot more stuff like this, we hope, coming down the pike. Uh, maybe not this impactful, Chris, but if if this is the start of free agency, I can only uh, wait to see what else we've got coming up before the draft. Oh, yeah, definitely. And hopefully it builds on what happened in last year's draft. Last year's draft I liked overall. And overall I'm liking what Goodacunst has been doing as GM. It's been, a, it's been a great start so far in Gudukunst we trust, that's for sure. Uh, for my partner, Chris Schimmel, I'm Dan Connick saying so long from the Pack-A-Day podcast. And, of course, we finish it off, as always, with a very hearty Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Sunday night football in the start of a historic season for the Green Bay Packers. Rodgers in the shotgun, here's the snap, rushes on, Rodgers nowhere to go, and he's snowed under. Back inside the 30, and Rodgers is down. Roy Robertson, Harris, Khalil Mack, and Rodgers unable to get up. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Down at 19 from the Green Bay 30, snap to Kaiser under pressure, immediately dumps it up right side, it's intercepted. Intercepted by Khalil Mack. Circle route to the 15, to the 10. He's to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Khalil Mack's had a sack, fumble recovery, interception return for a touchdown. to go in the third Chicago 20 Green Bay nothing Wayne I actually see Aaron on the sideline throwing well that's a good sign yep he is of the shotgun snap to A-Rod looking downfield throws it over the middle Randall Cobb is there makes a spinning grab just outside the left hash mark J.K. Scott Mason Crosby here's the snap placement made kick is up and it is good so the Packers on the board with 3.37 to go in the third. Snap to A-Rod looking around and waiting. Lawson deep down the right side. Allison in the end zone. Makes a spectacular catch. Touchdown. What a throw and what a catch. And the Packers get back into it. 39-yard bomb from Aaron Rodgers to Geronimo Allison. Corey Lindsley on the snap. Four-man line for the Bears. They're coming on a blitz up the middle. They pick it up. Rodgers looks. Lost. Left side. Got a man out there. Got a to Rodgers under a blitz. Rodgers tight pocket steps up, throws a left, got Devontae inside the 10, head fake.
marches on. That's time. Looking for Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.